Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tim Gaither Podcast, Wrestling Wednesday. My guest today is Coach Wayne Jackson. Wayne Jackson was the head coach of Arc City High School. He was. Uh, they won 13 high school state titles, 11 in a row, and he had some of the best wrestlers to ever come out of the state, and I'm really looking forward to talking to him, so let's bring him in. All right, Coach, we're back. All right. So, uh, so, so did you say you're in quarantine right now? Oh, yes, I got the corona. Uh, I've had it about a week, so hopefully it's not going to last much longer. Did you uh, have any symptoms from it? Yeah, yeah. I got, like, uh, headaches and body aches and fever. and just kind of, like, feels like it's the flu or something, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it could be worse from what I understand. <laughs> yeah, I hope it doesn't. Man. I think I'm going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, you know, I was reading up about you know your your career and and all that, and I, I didn't realize that you had wrestled at uh, at K State and and your own when you were on on your high school teams in Arc City, you won some individual uh, state titles as well as a team. Did you win three or four when you were in high school? Uh, when, when I was in high school, we won when I was a freshman, and we won when I was a senior. Okay, so we won two of them when I was when I was in high school. So between yeah. so between your high school career and the teams you coached, you won fifteen uh, team state titles. Yeah, uh, something like that, right? Yeah, yes. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, when did I wanted to talk about your own career for a minute? Uh, when did you start wrestling? Well, uh, they started wrestling here in North City. Uh, my dad was a football coach, and uh, so. Boy, when I heard they were going to have wrestling, I thought that's just for me. And I uh, went to the first matches like, oh, it must have been 61 or 62 when Oak City started. I was about 10 years old. And, uh, man, as soon as I saw that, I was going to be a wrestler. They didn't have uh, Little League wrestling back then, but uh, they started us in the 7th and 8th grade. We went wrestled for about a week and then we went to the douglas tournament and that was my start and then in 66 i was a freshman and i made the team uh the high school team at, at 95 pounds so uh i wrestled all through high school and college and i tried out for the olympics uh, kind of a halfway try <laughs> not not serious like you need to be but anyway uh that was about about my wrestling experience. How did your how did your high school career go? Were you a two time runner up? Oh yeah, I was a pretty good wrestler. I was never a great wrestler. I I placed in state, but I never did. Never was a state champ. I never was a Big A champ. Never was a national champ. But uh, I uh, placed in a bunch of them. You know, I. Uh, Beat some all Americans and stuff, but uh, it it was a uh, you know that that's about it. Uh, I was just nuts about wrestling from the very first match I seen when I was ten years old. I just hell, I'm still that way. I'm you, an old I'm an old codger, and I still I'm still nuts about <laughs> it. I watch it all the time. Read about amateur wrestling news. Go read every bit of that stuff. I just. Uh, I'm just a wrestling nut, I guess. Do Do you think uh, you know? Because you were a two time runner up, and then how did your How did your And you, I know you got third one year, and uh, you went to K State, which I wish they still had a program. I probably would have wrestled yeah, there myself. Me too. Um, how did your college career go? You made the NCAA tournament three times. Yes, uh, I. Uh, Let's see, when I was a freshman, I made the varsity, but then I broke my collarbone and had to lay out the second half of that season. And I think it was my sophomore year, I uh, didn't even get started. I ran my hand through a window up there at school, and uh, um, so I had a red shirt that year. And then uh, my sophomore year, well, my red shirt sophomore year, the next year, I... uh, I got fourth in the Big Eight. We went to we went to College Park, Maryland, to the Nationals, and I got beat out. I wrestled one match and got beat out. 
And then uh, the next year, the next year, I don't know if you read about that where I hitchhiked. No, but, sir. Uh, uh, that's when it was at Washington, and our coach had died that year. And uh, he died right during the season. And uh, so K-State said, well, you didn't win the Big 8, so you can't go to Nationals. We're not sending anybody. Three of us qualified. You had to place top four in the Big 8. And I got third in the Big 8. And uh, I said, shoot, I'm going anyway. So I went and hitchhiked and made a big deal in the papers uh, everything. So, but I won two matches that year, but ended up getting beat out again. And uh, so my senior year, uh, Fred Foster, he's a world champion, national champion from O State. He, he came and coached at K State. He was my coach. And uh, I got second in the Big Eight that year. And uh, he's. Uh, uh, um, we went to Iowa State. That's where it was that year. It was at Washington that time when I hit shot. Okay. But it was at uh, Iowa State my senior year. And I just, I about placed. I beat a, an All-American guy there. I beat two All-Americans. But uh, anyway, I, I still got beat out before the place match. You know, they only went down to sixth then. So. Okay. So anyway, I was never All-American. <laughs> and then... Uh, yeah, that was that was about the end of it. So backtracking a little bit, when you when you hitchhiked, you hitchhiked all the way from Manhattan, Kansas, to Washington State. Washington, yeah, uh, Seattle, Washington. Uh, that was uh, that's where Nationals was, and uh, I got I got there a little early, so I got to know one of those Washington guys real good. You know, that's where Larry Owen, the guy that beat Gable, that's where. It went the year before. Okay. And uh, I knew there was, it was funny. I got up there and I ran into this heavyweight. He said, where are you from? Washington's heavyweight. Uh, I said, Arkansas City, Kansas. He says, I'm from Blackwell. Blackwell, Oklahoma is just like 20 miles south of here. So anyway, it was kind of, kind of neat. And I got to know those guys' team because I practiced with them a couple days because I took off hitchhiking. Yeah. Early and it only took me. I, I went straight there. I, I didn't hardly have any sleeping or anything. I just had a ride almost continually, and I got there a couple of days before the tournament. Oh my god, yeah, that's how that was. What a great story! How, how did you get home? Hitchhiked? Uh, no, uh, it got on TV, and uh, there was people wanting to pay my way, and. Uh, People wanting to buy me plane tickets and calling me up, stuff to help me get home. But uh, there was these old state guys that I kind of knew them. They uh, one of them was old Daryl Keller. Uh, there was Dwayne and Daryl Keller. They was a little older than me. They were national champ twins for O State. So it was Daryl Keller and Dennis Crow. He was a and then this guy named Rob Wilkie, they was all from uh, Stillwater, and they asked me if I wanted to ride, and I said, yeah, so I rode home with those guys. Okay. Wow. And I mean, they had to come right through Ark City. Well, that is a, that's that, where I... That's an awesome story. Did oh, you, yeah. How, so how did you get back to school then? It would have been it would have been an awesome story if I could have been national champ. Yeah. If I would have won. <laughs> Yeah, everybody knew I lost, man. But everybody knew, oh, Jackson, how'd you do? I got beat out. Shoot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I, I imagine you, you know, these days you probably would have been All-American because it sounds like you made, what, the top eight or top ten? Yeah, they would now because, yeah. But uh, that, that last match I lost, <laughs> of course, yeah, ace. But, yeah, that last match I lost when I was a senior, then you go wrestle the other guy that lost over there for seventh and eighth, but they don't. They didn't do that when I was wrestling. Did uh, Did you start coaching immediately after your after your college career was uh, over? What I did was I came back here to Ark City and went to work at the packing house, and I thought, well, okay, I'll just work at the packing house. And after I did that, I went on full time. I had worked a couple summers there. And I went on full time, and uh, boy, after 
after about six months of that, I thought I better go back to school. And I went back to K-State and, and finished up my, uh, ed, you know, education school, uh, got my teaching certificate. And uh, I went to Topeka and taught at Worshipman Rural. Well, Jay Scheidler to junior high at War- with Worshipman Rural. And uh, I coached wrestling at at their middle school and old Ray Glaze, he was a coach at the high school and he was he was a good guy and he used to wrestle at K State and him and me wrestled each other all the time because I was trying out for the Olympics and he tried to get me in shape but I still didn't get in good enough shape. But uh anyway, uh what what uh, weight what weight did you wrestle? I, I was there one year. I, in college, I wrestled one thirty four and one forty two, but uh, mainly one thirty four. When you tried out, for, back, excuse me. Go ahead. I'm sorry, buddy. I, I just was asking what uh, what weight you tried out for at the Olympics. I can't even remember what those weights were. Okay. I can't. I can't even remember. But I remember. I I don't think I sucked a bunch of weight when I was trying out. We went to. Uh, what somewhere in New Mexico uh, for that Olympic trials? I went with Gary Blosser and Jody Thompson and this other kid I used to wrestle K State with. A carload of us went over there to those Olympic trials. Uh, it's up in north uh, north uh, west New Mexico. We had quite a trip, but anyway. Well, I, I uh, Coach Thompson was my, I wrestled two years at uh, Labette, and he was my coach there. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, ask him what you ever see him, ask him about that, ask him if we tell him about us going to, <laughs> going over there to New Mexico, I, that was fun, yeah, I haven't seen that guy for a long time, I like to see him. Yeah, he's a good guy, was he, was he tough as yeah. nails? Huh? Was he tough as nails? Yeah, he is tough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, I think. Seemed like Blosser and him went to the same, went to Worshipman Rule or some, or, or Seaman or somewhere in Topeka. And uh, you know that Ray Glaze I mentioned, he was there. Those guys know Ray Glaze. You asked him about him. Now that's the toughest old guy I ever seen. I mean, that guy was just tough. Yes, yeah. Ray Glaze. I don't know if you know him, but I, I haven't I heard think that. He passed. I think he died recently okay. i'm pretty sure he did okay um is there one thing you can point to as to why you had so many successful teams uh well it's just a lot of things i mean we wouldn't we we had such a good run and not, that just don't happen for one thing i mean we had a a good the takedown club was doing real good here. The kids program we had some good uh, people running that, and uh, that was they. They started them out when they were little, and, and, and kept it going. That was old Charlie Dow, who they just had his funeral last week, but he he kind of started the takedown club here in Ark City, and then. Terry Munson was, uh, wrestled at Nebraska and his boys wrestled at Oak State and Nebraska and stuff. And, uh, and they were on my teams. Those guys really had to take down club going good. So that's one thing. And, uh, so, uh, that may be the main thing. We also, with this, had a really string of good kids right there, and 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 things just started rolling, and we just had have all the tough kids in the practice room, and we just kept trying. It seemed like it would work out real good, where every year we'd have three or four outstanding kids. Like on our teams, we would have three or four outstanding freshmen, three or four outstanding sophomores, juniors and seniors, you know, and then so you lose three or four outstanding guys and you got all these other outstanding guys coming up and so I mean it just worked out good for us, you know. the main thing is just I, I had good good kids, really good 
tough wrestlers. Yeah, I uh, you know I, I wrestled in Kansas from the time I was seven to I guess the last kids, yeah. kids tournament I had was fourteen, and and when the finals came, all you'd see out there were those red singlets that had Arc City Takedown Club on the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they was really proud. They got quite a deal up there at the rec center. They got all them kids' names all over the walls, champions and placers and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to keep that tradition going. Yeah, I was thinking about some of those guys today, and there's just so there's too many to list. I, you know, I would, um, you know, the the Chad Beesons and the Hernandezes and all those guys. All those guys. I still see they still. Well, Beeson lives here in Wichita, Wichita. I I see them guys all the time. They come out here to the house or always doing something. I want hunting with Hernandez and Les Miller and some wrestlers. That's awesome. A couple weeks ago, yeah. My uh, my high school coach passed away a few years after I graduated, and, and you know, I, I always wish that I, I could talk to him as an adult, you know, because when I was younger, I was just terrified of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. now I wish as a grown man I could still talk to him, and, and uh, but does, uh, did you have a coaching philosophy My philosophy was just uh, get better every day, no matter what. You're going to get better. you got to have good practices. Our practices had to be good, had to be real organized, had to be working on on different moves and different technique. But even, you know, uh, your, your conditioning's always, you, you get in better shape. And I, I kind of had a theory. I, I told them guys, you never, you know, in track, you can, you're only so fast, and you, you're not going to get a lot faster. And in some of these other sports, there's always, you can always get better wrestling. You can always get in better shape. You can always get your moves better. Your counters, counters to counters. You, you, you can always improve. Right? There's no limit to how good of a wrestler you can be. You know, there's just. You know, you got to be tough, and you got to hang in there, and you got to work, 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 work. But you can keep improving, and we we wanted to improve every day at practice. We want to get better every day, and then we always wanted to be at our best at, at regional and state time. So I didn't want one to burn out. We didn't have long practices. People said, "Man, you only practice an hour." I thought, yeah, I want to practice two hours if everybody's not working hard. You know, want want to work hard while we're there, and and no uh, no laying around, no uh, you know uh, work 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 when you're there. You know, and we don't have to stay there for two hours. So. I don't know if that says my philosophy or not. No, that's that's uh, uh, that's great. I think that's why you know guys like Jordan Burr. You know, it, that's why only certain people um, excel in wrestling, like beyond like uh, you know a certain level, is the guys who who uh, not only have the talent but they work hard and they want to get better. I think that's I think that's a great philosophy. Um, does any one team of those thirteen titles you had stand out as the absolute best? Oh man, people ask me that a lot, and I, I really, I can't tell you. And uh, and they also ask me who's the best wrestler you ever had. And I'm not going to say anybody. I, I would make <laughs> other people mad if I said this guy was it or something, you know. Or, yeah. And when, when we get in this argument uh, about the best team, it's always everybody thinks their team when they was there was the toughest team, you know, and so they'll. That like Hernandez and Beeson the other night was over here and these guys and discussing the toughest team and I, and I, I come up with 1969. That's when I was. <laughs> you know, that was the toughest team. So yeah, it's just I can't I can't say. They, yeah. They all had a lot of good ones and a lot of fun with all of them. Uh, they always. Well, they used to say, uh, like coming up for state, uh, in the traveler the newspaper and asked me, what's the most important uh, state tournament you've ever been to? What's the best state tournament you've ever been to or the most important? And I'd say, well, it's the one right now. Yeah. 
it's the right now's too important. When all them other ones was important and good and everything, but the one right now is the is the only one uh, that means the most right now is this one. Yeah, I don't suppose it ever got boring winning all those titles, huh? No, it was it, it was fun. I I was uh, I was lucky to to be here at the right time and all those kids and stuff. How many how many individual state champs did you coach in your career? Do you even know? Uh, <laughs> I used to know. Uh, I, I really I really don't know. I, I got those shirts. And I remember some uh, every once in a while somebody will want to do an article or uh, something, and I'll get one of those shirts out with all the state champions on and, and count them. Yeah, you know, and, and of course. Uh, uh, well, I had several multiple state champs. I had we've had uh, four four time state champs, and we've had about six three time state champs, and several two time ones. So even though uh, you know you're going to have all these state champs, you count the individual ones or a whole bunch, but you count just the ones that's been a state champ, whether it's a two time or three time or right four time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Well, well, I knew about uh, uh, Justin Ware and Devin Bame. Who were the other two four-timers? Uh, okay. Okay, I didn't coach all of them. I coached uh, Graham. Um, Tryson Graham is another one. And Mark, and I coached him for part of his, but not all of them. Uh, that's when I retired, when he was a senior. Okay. So I, and so I really only had three, I guess. Ware, uh, Bame, uh, Tyson Graham, and then Marcus Robinson, he's a four-time state champ, but I didn't coach him. He's, he's wrestling in college now at Cleveland State. Okay, cool. What, what, yeah. was, what was the most you had on one team? The most state champs at one time? I think five. I think we had five uh, a couple times. Okay. A couple times we had five. I think I was there watching one of those, and I just remember like, man, these guys are so freaking good. <laughs> well, we were, I'll tell you, it was fun having them good teams where you're just going to know you're going to tear everybody up. Yeah. Did Did you ever have a team that didn't have any state champs? Uh, I, just, I just now went and got one of these shirts, and I'm looking at it. Uh... I I think so. I think I coached a couple teams that didn't have a state champ on it. Okay. I'm pretty sure, yeah, I, there was a couple years I didn't have a state champ. Uh, oh, not no time in the 90s. Yeah, uh, wow, that's awesome. Ain't no time. Okay, 87, we never had a state champ. I think that's... 81, we never had a state champ. And that's about it, because I coached all from 77. Well, yeah, 79. I started in 79 as head coach. There's about three of them times we didn't have a state champ. Wow, that is so freaking awesome. Um, I think I read that the lowest you ever finished was fourth, is that right? And that was only once or twice? Yeah, uh... I think that was like my second or third year coaching. We got fourth. And other than that, we always got a trophy every year, third or second or first. And and mainly we got first. Yeah, you did. But uh, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, I, uh, I retired in 2000. And up till then, fourth is the whole once it was but then I came back and uh, our coach left and they didn't have a coach and I was still teaching school and I, the last two years of my teaching I came back and coached for two more years and we got second and then we got lower than that I think we got sixth or something my very last year okay. so We're, yeah. did you ever have a team that was so deep that you had a potential state champ who couldn't make the lineup uh yeah, we did have that sometimes. Uh, yeah, um, I, we had this, this 
this old kid, Dennis Cameron, he was he was really a good wrestler, and he couldn't make the team. I remember that. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Usually, uh, I don't know of any guy like he might have. He ended up wrestling varsity his senior year and didn't do as good as we thought, but. I had pretty good guys sometimes that couldn't make it, couldn't make the varsity. But usually, they hunt, those good kids would make it. But before they got out, you know, they might not make it when they're a sophomore, junior. But by the time they're seniors, they get on there. So, uh, I remember, yeah. I, I remember Scott Goodale. Um, his fresh oh, yeah. his, his freshman year, he had to wrestle one twelve because where was it three. And, oh, yeah. And so that kept him from probably being a four-timer, too, huh? Yeah, that probably did. Yeah, that kind of stuff uh, happened, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, he, he, did you know he ended up being a national champion, Division Two national champion at... at uh, School of Mines, Colorado? School of Mines, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did know that. A couple of years ago, I remember seeing uh, there's a Scott Goodale that coaches Rutgers, and I was like, "Is that the guy?" Yeah, I was like, "Is that Scotty Goodale?" And then I looked at him, and I'm like, "No, that ain't Scotty Goodale." <laughs> That's right. I, I had to, I met I saw a guy in a grocery store back a while back, and he said, "I saw Scotty Goodale's coaching for uh, Rutgers or whoever he is coaching for." Uh, Scotty Goodale's coaching. I said, "No, that's a different Scotty Goodale." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did Did you have a lot of a lot of your kids? Did they end up going and wrestling in college? Because I always tried to follow their Not careers. A but lot. Well, you know, I was, uh, that's been kind of a disappointment to me. I I always, of course, that college ra- wrestling is is so tough. But mm-hmm. uh, but I always uh, Scotty Goodale's the main one. He's a he was a national champ, and I think he got runner-up once. I, I'm not sure. I, I'd like to see that guy again. I haven't talked to him for a long time. Yeah. But, uh, oh, Alan Hankins, he got second in the in Division Two. He, right. he wrestled at Nebraska for a while, and he didn't get along with the coach, so he moved to uh, Augustana in South Dakota, and he got second in Nationals. Division two, and uh, I don't know. We had Beeson. He went and wrestled at Central Oklahoma, and, and didn't didn't stick it out the whole time. And uh, Eddie Boyer and um, um, Chris Hernandez. They wrestled down at OU for a year or two, and that was didn't stay with it. And uh, no, well, uh, Steve Morse, he wrestled at O State and Cal State Bakersfield, and uh, he did pretty good. He he wrestled the whole time, and he he had a career about like me in college. He never quite could quite place it at the, at the national tournament. Yeah, and uh, you know, oh, uh, uh, Brooks Travis, he wrestled varsity for. Uh, Missouri at the little weight, 118 or whatever that weight is. Yeah. And uh, Devin Bame, he, he went and wrestled in Missouri Valley a little bit, but didn't stay with it. Scott Munson, he wrestled, he was varsity for Nebraska. Okay. And uh, he played, he, he qualified for nationals a time or two. And uh, Travis Vandiver, he wrestled at, uh, he wrestled at uh, Nebraska. Okay. And, uh, uh, I don't. Uh, did Did you know the coach at Nebraska or something? Because you, you, it seemed like a lot of Arc City guys at least were there for a little while. I don't know that coach. That one coach, he liked me. I met. He came to a clinic in Kansas one time, and he started re- trying to get all our guys. Uh, I can't even think of his name now. But he's the one of Alan Hankins he couldn't get along with, so he he moved. But and you know I I felt bad about that because I thought old Alan was really a prospect. I thought he was gonna like be our first All American Division One. But anyway, yeah, him and that coach got crossways. But uh, 
Did yeah. when when you were uh, when you were coaching, did you guys wrestle a lot against Oklahoma? Because there would be times where you know, like I'd go to the state tournament and watch, and they'd be like Justin Ware, and he'd have one or two losses, and I'm like, who the hell beat Justin Ware? And then somebody yeah. said, somebody <laughs> said uh, it was because you guys wrestled in Oklahoma a lot. Yeah. Uh, we got going to that uh, Perry tournament down there, and uh, and some the teams that came there. There's some Oklahoma's a lot different than Kansas. They they uh, in Oklahoma City and uh, around there, all the good wrestlers go to the same school. And I don't know how they pull it. I, I don't know what the rules are. But if they get they they get a a good coach, one of their uh, some high powered coach that uh, ever, all the kids want to go wrestle for him, mm-hmm. and they get a schedule where they go to the Las Vegas tournament, uh, Beast of the East tournament, and they and they have teams like Midwest City used to be it, Choctaw used to be it. Uh, What's the other ones? Uh, well, for a while there, for a couple of years there, it was uh, Lawton. Of course, they weren't at Oklahoma City, but it seems like uh, in either Midwest City or, or Shawnee or uh, uh, Choctaw, one of those schools would be like ranked right up there in the nation, number one. Like uh, Midwest City was ranked number one, and. Uh, Anyway, they would have such. They'd just tear everybody up, and so that's where, like, Ware got some of his lost luck. Ware beat a guy there at that tournament that was junior national champ, surprised everybody. But anyway, uh, yeah, that was just the toughest. We'd run into the the toughest or the second or third toughest team in the in the country every year at the at that Perry tournament. Okay. So. Yeah, you know, I think I, I I might be wrong about this, but I think the only Kansas kid that ever beat Justin Ware, and you would know this better than me, was a kid named Billy Talley. His very first year of wrestling, he got second, and Billy Talley is the one that beat him. Do you first of all, do you remember Billy Talley? And <laughs> yes, but I can't imagine him beating Justin Ware. Well, I think they were like six Billy years Talley old. From Ark City. Yes, sir. I think from- I think they were like six years old when it happened. Well, that might have happened. I never heard that one before. But okay. Yeah. Well, I had a I had a friend named Derek Lane, and he's passed away now. But he he was just an encyclopedia, and we would sit and talk on the phone for hours. And he would tell me about everyone who had ever beaten anybody. And I was like, "Has anyone ever beaten Justin Ware?" And he's like, "His very first year of wrestling, he got second at state, and he lost to Billy Talley in the finals." And other than that, I don't, I don't, I think he may have gone his entire career and not lost to another Kansas kid. I mean, and I wanted to talk to you about him for just a minute because when I was a kid, I mean, he was, you know, there was a lot of good wrestlers in Kansas, but Justin Ware was head and shoulders above all of them. I mean, if you had a kid that was really good, three or four time state champ. Justin Ware would go out there and pin him or tech fall him or just beat the crap out of him. And I, I just he he was like this he was like this mythical figure to me. He was only a couple years older than me, but I was like as a as a child, I was like, this kid is just I think he won like eleven kid state titles and four high school titles. Yeah, um, he is something else. Yep. He was fun fun to have a guy like him, white man. Yeah, and down there at Perry Tournament, I remember every year he would wrestle. When he was a freshman, he got beat by this black kid from Midwest City. I can't remember his name, but the guy was tougher than hell. And uh, I tried to seat him first in that tournament, and they and they were, Oklahoma coaches was laughing at me. And uh, then he got down to the finals, and he and he and he gave that kid all he wanted, you know, and. Uh, I, I almost feel like since the kid was Oki and it, and it was down there that the ref helped him a little bit. But anyway, uh, after that, boy, they knew where down there, and they they were. Then the, I think it was the next year where he went and beat that Dusty Malden, who was a junior national champ. People couldn't believe that either. Okay, but 
And then he got beat by some pole dunk from Midwest City. I mean, the guy who didn't handle pole dunks, but he he should have. He kind of. That's the only time I ever seen him slip in high school. He didn't wrestle good that match. Yeah. Uh, his junior or senior year, I can't remember which year it was. Yeah. I, I think his senior year, he he went undefeated, and I, and I want to say that's the only year that he did go undefeated because of those Oklahoma kids. But is that true? Did he yeah. go undefeated his senior year? Who? Justin went undefeated his senior year, right? Did he? Okay, he might have. It was his junior or senior year. He got he got beat one of those years at Prairie Tournament by a guy okay. he shouldn't have got beat by. But okay, I, I can't. Yeah. But I, I just remember always being so shocked, like, who the hell beat Justin Ware? What what made him so good? I don't know. The the guy he, he is a competitor. He didn't he didn't like nobody taking him down at practice or any time. I mean, you just never seen anybody take him down. He just wouldn't refuse to let it happen. And he was he was good, uh I, you know, I, I hadn't been that far out of college, so I used to wrestle with him full speed. And, man, he was like, he was like a good college wrestler, a good college wrestler, and he was only in high school. Yeah. And, he, I mean, he'd just flow. He would move. He wouldn't, uh, and something else about him, he had long arms. He had a lot of, uh, he had just some natural talent. He could, uh. He could do some. He he tried to get me to show me how he does his one takedown where he has like a single leg, and then he just uh, swoops down with his other arm and, and gets makes it into a double leg. And I I couldn't do it. I think you have to have long <laughs> arms or something. And he just the dude was just he was just natural, and he was a competitor. He just hate he would refused to lose i mean he was that way and other stuff too he was a good football player and baseball player and he won't one and he, he he did not like to lose yes yeah. i i remember i you know he was a couple years older than me and and like i said i i you know just thought of him as like this almost a god as i as a kid and i remember talking to him i got the courage to talk to him i was about 10 years old and i was like who are you wrestling in the finals and he goes uh he said, his, I think it was Scott Murray, and I go, I go, who are you wrestling in the finals? He goes, I'm going to beat him. I go, I can't remember how I worded it, but he goes, I'm going to beat him in the finals. And he just said it so, he wasn't like, <laughs> he, he wasn't like, it, it wasn't too cocky or anything. He was just so matter of fact about it, like, I'm going to beat him in the finals. <laughs> and yeah, I, he's something Yeah. Um, I haven't seen him for years either. I guess he lives over in Arkansas. Okay. Um. Uh, so you, when's the last time you spoke to him? Do you even remember? I uh, I talked to him on the phone when his dad died. His dad, and that's been way back. That's been uh, fifteen years ago, probably, or at least ten years ago since I've talked to him. Okay. And yeah, I tried to look him up. Uh, he was living over in uh, Rogers, Arkansas, and I got his address and I went over there to find him, and he had just moved. So I don't know where I don't know where he moved, but he still lives in Arkansas somewhere, I guess. Okay, I, I would love to get a hold of him and, and have him on this podcast if he would do it. Oh man, I'd like to. Yeah, I, I, well, if I, 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 I don't know. I think he'd do it. He ought to do it. So yeah, somebody uh, somebody sent me a thing where I could get a hold of him on LinkedIn or something, and I haven't taken the time to do it, but. Uh, I would sure like to talk to him. I had Timor Terry on here. Timor and I are pretty good friends. Oh yeah, that guy. Now that guy was a stud. Oh yeah, Jeez, Timor Terry. I got. I saw Timor Terry uh, about five years ago. They had a they had a wrestling match here uh, at Orkalal. It's a, it's our celebration here in Ark City uh, where our fall festival deal and. Uh, Anyway, uh, old Chris Fernandez, he got a big wrestling duel up with all these old Ark City guys and all these old guys from everywhere else around the state. And Timor Terry, he came and wrestled in it. And it was nice. That guy, he's a good guy. I yeah. never talked to him much when he was a kid, but I talked to him then. And, well, when he was wrestling at Nebraska, him and Ware was on the same team, they... Uh, 
I talked to him some then. He, I think he's a good, uh, really a good guy. He is. You get him on a pod. I gotta go listen to some of your podcasts. I, uh, I, I, I caught one one time. I don't know how I did it. You know, I, I'm computers and me don't. But somehow I, I was listening to it the one one time where you where you were interviewing some coaches but well, anyway well uh when i when i get a chance I'll, I'll write it down here and i'll i'll put a uh on your facebook page i'll just i'll put the whole list of everyone i've ever had on there and then all you got to do is click on it and you can listen to anyone you want oh good thank you yeah i, I really enjoy that yeah i i really enjoyed talking to timor he, he came to one of my shows not too long ago and i hadn't i hadn't talked to him in a long time um and he told me some great stories. And, and speaking of how good, back to how great Justin Ware was, Timor Terry was probably the only guy that was even close to being on his level in high school. And he beat Timor, I think, 13 to nothing. And then he beat him 9 to 4 in the finals. I mean, Ware was just a freak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he was something else. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, that. That guy was something else. And then, and, and then I guess his redshirt freshman year, you can find the the match on YouTube of him and him and Alan Freed wrestling in the Big Eight Finals. And uh, yeah, Freed, I saw that. Yeah, Freed pulled away from him there towards the end, but that first period, man, they were scrapping, and I was like, it was so cool to me to be like, I know that kid. Um, that guy, he was. I guess. Alan Freed hadn't got took down the whole year and worked took him down twice in that match. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. and then and then Timor was yeah. telling me that he, you know, he had a good draw at the NCAA tournament, and and they they were like he's going to make the finals, and then he got and then he lost a couple a couple matches, and and they said he left, and, the, and Timor said he hasn't talked to him since, and that was no, that's hey that's exactly what happened. I went up there; it was at Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. I went and watched watched him wrestle. In fact, I stayed in a room with him and his folks. Uh, in the motel, and uh, I don't know. He just he he had all these books like he's going to study, and he had uh, he wrestled this guy Gillespie, and this guy was a all American. And anyway, uh, that's guy. I can't remember how who, but I remember that's his last match, and he he got beat by the guy, and he was out of the tournament. And I haven't seen him since. Well, I've seen him since. I've seen him in Ark City one time before he moved off to Arkansas. I've seen him with his wife and two or three kids. And, and you know, I think they were her kids. But anyway, he's married to that lady now, and they live in uh, Arkansas. But, I, you know, everybody said, what happened to where? He didn't go back to college. And uh, he was just kind of lost. Nobody knew where he was. And then uh, he kind of resurfaced there. Uh, I, I saw him, like I say, not too long before he moved off to Arkansas. But I hadn't seen him but like once since that since that when he got beat by that Gillespie at, in that national tournament. And that was the end of him. Well, and he was a. I think he was a fresh. Was he, was he a redshirt freshman right then, or was he a? I believe so. I think. I think he was, yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. such an interesting story to me because, you know, uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm always being disrespectful of all the great, other great wrestlers you had, but he's, he's by not talking about them, but he's such a uh, anomaly as far as, like, what the hell happened to him and, what you know, and I was, think, <laughs> I was thinking about it. <laughs> that guy, that is, you're right. You know, I was, I was thinking about him and I was like, I was like, it was probably hard for him because by the, from the time he was seven to the time he was eighteen, he had won every tournament. Every, you know, he'd won every state tournament and kicked everyone's ass. And then to go to the NCAA tournament and and lose out, you know, his first two matches be done. It was probably yeah. really hard on him mentally. I would think. Uh, yeah, it's uh, what it was. I've tried to figure it out what happened to him because they were having a time with him. He was. He was not going to classes, and he wasn't doing his schoolwork, and uh, he wasn't a great student in high school, but he wasn't bad. He he, he never got D or F in anything. I mean, he was like a C student, which you got to work harder than that in college to get C's, but, uh, I, you know, I think he needed to somehow he didn't get lined out in college majoring in what he needed to be majoring in and taking the classes he was supposed to something. Yeah. And I know the coach was trying to help him and 
Schumann. What's that guy's name? Schumann. What was that guy's name? I can't. I can't remember. I can't think of his name either. But uh, he uh, something just went wrong. I, I, you know, I, I I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, I I wish they could have got lined out and had him a good college career, but. Yeah, I was uh, I was wrestling at Labette at the time, and there were rumors that he was going to come to Garden City, which were, they were the JUCO national champs back then. And there's a rumor that he was going to come there, and and that never happened. Uh, but yeah, it's just such an interesting story to me, you know. Um, you know, you've had so many studs, but he's the one that always stands out in my mind. Like, like whatever happened to that guy? And he was just such a freak about just beating the crap out of everybody that was so good. Um, yeah. Who who is uh? The best high school wrestler you ever saw, whether it was on your team or otherwise. Yeah, there you go. That question always, you know, I don't. I've seen so many good ones. Uh, that Ware was good. He's one of the best. Uh, oh, jeez, man! <laughs> tell, tell me some names. You got to refresh me. Who's some? Who do you think? Oh gosh, I, you know, there's so many, there's too many to even lists, but I just wondered if one stood out in your mind is like, that's the best kid I've ever seen, you know, at the, uh, high, at the high school level. Because geez. a lot of good guys from Kansas, you know, there, there were some guys that, that did some things, Eric Aiken and T. Moore and, you know, on the division, yeah, on the yeah, division yeah. one level. But uh, I just didn't know if anyone stood out in your mind. You don't even have to answer it because it's a tough question, you know. Um, there's that so- is a tough question. Yeah. But, you know, usually every year there's somebody you think, damn, that's the toughest kid. And yeah. That's the toughest kid this year I've seen. But yeah. I don't, there seems like there's a lot of tough kids anymore. And it seems like, uh, you know, we, we start talking about what's the toughest team. And I said, well, we were tougher back in my day in 69. But I don't know. We might have been tougher, but. We weren't as slick. I don't think we could move as good and had as much uh, technique and stuff as some of these dudes now. But yeah. uh, there's a lot of a lot of good wrestlers, a lot of good wrestlers in Kansas and Oklahoma and everywhere else. Well, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it it, it seems like it seems like back when you, the teams you were coaching, it seemed like three timers back then. It, it was like as as rare of a feat now to win as it is to win four now, if that makes sense. Like, like what, I'm, what I mean by that is back then, it seemed like very, very, very few kids won four state titles, and now it happens right. all the time. Uh, it happens a lot, yeah. yeah. I, I tell you, I, I almost think it's happening too much. I, I, li- I don't like to see that. I, it's like, well, something's wrong here, but I don't know that some of these kids come out out of their takedown club in junior high, and boy, they're pretty accomplished already and yeah they hit the right weight there and win when they're fresh but shoot they went all the way through yeah so uh yeah i i think that seems like there is a lot of a lot of four timers yeah, yeah. Um, arc city arc city i don't know how many guys uh never won state titles because of your teams um and one that stands out in my mind is a guy named brian roberts do you remember him Oh yeah, now was he? He was from Kansas City, wasn't he? Or yes, sir, Turner. Yeah, Turner, yes, yes. And I can't remember if he wrestled Hernandez or who he wrestled, but I do remember that name. And he was a tough wrestler. Oh tough, yeah, tough wrestler. Yeah, yeah. he had uh, car flyered ears. He, I think he wrestled Jeremy Hernandez, and Hernandez just led him up and took him down a bunch of times. Yeah, and that's, that's how he beat him. Yeah, that was how I re- realized just how freakishly good some of your kids were because he was a three-time runner-up and I think he only lost five times in high school and three of those times were in the uh, were in the state finals and they were all the Arc City kids. Beeson beat him one time and I think Hernandez yes. I think Hernandez might have beat him twice. And yeah. his, his senior year when he wrestled Beeson, I remember he kept picking Beeson up in a double leg and he, but he could not finish it. He would sit him down and Beeson would just sit on his butt every time and he couldn't, he never did get a takedown, but he got, I don't know how close he got without, it was like the closest I've ever seen someone get to getting a takedown without it actually happening. Yeah. (laughs) And old Beeson got out of it every damn time. Yeah. So, and and I think, Jake, did you hear old Beeson's boy? 
was junior college national champ last year. Uh, I, I saw that he was national champ, but I didn't realize where it was at. It was junior college? Yeah, Juco. Uh, he, he wrestled for Pratt. Okay. Pratt Juco. And, okay. uh, yeah, he was national champ, so we are all all happy about that. Yeah. You know, I'm not just saying this because I wrestled in junior college, but I, I think people don't realize how many tough kids are in Juco. Um, oh, they get an argument about that there, San Juan. Juco, NAIA is tougher than Juco, and people say, no, junior college is tougher than NAIA. To be. Well, I don't know, but I do know junior college, I followed that, and I've never, I never wrestled in junior college, but I had friends that did, and that Juco Nationals, that's a tough tournament. Yeah. Usually, I mean, I was real, uh, not to, that I don't have faith in old Jake Beeson, but I was at, I was surprised that he went all the way through and, and was a national champ. But that's great. I, I'm I'm really happy about that. Well, my my theory, and and you know, I wrestled a couple years in JUCO, so I know. But we would have we would have guys that first semester that were so good, especially from Oklahoma. But they they weren't good in school, and so they would be gone by semester because they'd flunked so many classes. But we, they were just tougher than hell that first semester. I mean, they would just be lighting people up. And then when grades came out, they'd go home. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wrestled uh, two arcs in all the years I wrestled. I think I only wrestled two arc city kids. And one of them was Brooks Travis, who became a three timer. And the other one was Nathan Bennett. Uh, How did he end up doing in high school? Oh, Nathan Bennett. Yeah. God, what you, did you go from light to heavy? Did you grow through school or something? Yeah. Because I, I think I, when, I think when I wrestled Brooks, it was like twelve and under, eighty four pounds, and then when I rest, and then the very oh. next year I jumped up to one ten, and that was when I wrestled Nathan Bennett. So I I did oh, yeah. I did so have you about a wrestled them when they were not high school. And, and, uh, yeah, it was just kids. kids. Yeah, it was just kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those guys. Yeah, Nathan Bennett. Uh, he's 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 a. Uh, He's just like a sleep specialist. He he uh, he's at some university back east where he uh, does on sleep and stuff. Okay. Yeah, you know, uh, his dad still lives here. His dad's really a good guy. I see him once in a while, but I haven't seen Nathan for a long time. Okay. Yeah, he was a good wrestler. I think he got second state, and then Brooks got three time champ. Yeah. Yeah, I ran into Brooks not too long ago. We're friends on Facebook, and I, he came to one of my shows in uh, Missouri somewhere, and and uh, it was cool to see him. But I always wondered how Nathan Bennett did. I couldn't remember how he did. Yeah, he got he got second state. I remember that. His, okay. his shoulder got to going out of out of socket. And he he'd have to, uh, his junior and senior year. Man, you didn't know if he's gonna be able to go or not. Yeah. He'd, he'd, during the match, sometimes your shoulder would go out of joint. So, uh, what made you finally decide to retire? How old were you when you retired? Uh, I retired when I was uh, I, I retired when I was fifty, and uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I had I had took it real serious for so long. I, I just didn't think it was really healthy or something i don't know yeah i just thought well i need a break this here's but i looked at guys i used to want to wrestle with my boys and i got where i couldn't really wrestle with like i told hernandez he got me down one time up there and i said boy if i can't whip you i I don't need to be coaching anymore (laughs) it was i used to like to wrestle them while i could get them but then they started whooping me i didn't like it as good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh i don't know dan gable i always looked like dan gable and he quit when he was 50 and i thought well that's i ought to quit when i'm 50 it's funny i was i was about to say that about gable because it, it just it winning you know it took so much out of him he put so much into his athletes that you know i saw some interview where he's talking about it he's like i'm gonna have to quit or it's gonna kill me yeah i think it was i, I was thinking it was starting to get uh 
bad for my health too because I'll just I take it too serious. I get too wound up, mm-hmm. and I got to where I started being mad at the refs all the time, and that that was cool. I I was running my mouth to the refs, and I thought, well, the refs. They're not helping me. Well, I, if I was the ref, I wouldn't help me either to have, have the coach over there mouthing off like I do. I would be against him too. So anyway, I, I, yeah, yeah, I got. I have a feeling I'd be the same way. I have a son; he's only two, but uh, you know, I have a feeling if if and when he wants to wrestle, I'll, I'll probably be the same thing way when it comes to refs. As much as I scream at him when I'm when I'm watching him on TV, I'm like, "That's stalling! That is stalling! You can still stall on top." That's the biggest thing that drives me crazy about watching Division One wrestling anymore. Is I'm like, they never call anybody for stalling on top, never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's stalling. I wish they could do something about stalling. That uh, it's a, it's too much of a judgment call, and the ref can determine the match that way. Yeah. I'll tell you, the guy that gets called for stalling, and of course, the guy that did stalling a lot of time is the guy that's ahead. Yeah. Trying to set on his lead, and that, and I always said that's that's how you get beat trying to set on your lead. But uh, it seems like the guy that's ahead always getting called. Well, he didn't get ahead by stalling. I mean, uh, so it almost seems to me like sometimes the ref wants to make a closer match, so he calls the guy that's that's ahead for stalling. But I, I don't know. I, yeah. Like I say, I got I got a bad attitude toward them refs, and then then I tried refing when I retired, and then I thought, well, you dumb but I say you <laughs> you were running your mouth at these guys, and this. It's hard. It's not an easy job. Oh, man. Yeah. I, w- yeah. I wouldn't want I that. I needed a taste of my medicine. I needed that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't rest very long. I, I was not a good rest. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I was one of the best stallers the state of Kansas ever had. Oh man, it, I was really tough in the first period, but by that third period, I was just I was just usually dead. And I think part of it was because I I tried to look like I wasn't breathing hard when I was wrestling. And now that I'm older and looking back on it, I'm like, we well, should have just breathed, stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I was. It seemed like I always worked, 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 but I was never in great shape. Yeah, and uh, I think part of it was getting nervous. And and uh, like say not breathing, holding my breath out there, straining too much. You gotta breathe, yeah, or you'll get you'll get knotted up, and you'll get uh, cramped up, and you'll uh, you know. I, mean, God, I remember walking off the mats a lot of times where I couldn't even hold, couldn't hardly walk, couldn't get hold my arms up because I'd be just wore out. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a really it's such a hard sport. People don't realize, and then you forget how hard it is when you haven't wrestled in a long time. And then you go to do it, and about a minute into it, you're seeing stars, and you feel like you're just going to pass out. Um, you know, I I don't miss that part of it by any means, but uh, <laughs> I don't I don't miss sucking weight. Yeah, people's asking me if this coronavirus is bad, and I said, hey, it's kind of miserable it's like the flu i said it but it ain't as bad as sucking weight yeah <laughs> sucking weight's worse than no i i wish they could throw them scales out some way yeah they need to yeah it, it seems like the sport has kind of gotten away from uh cutting weight as much as they used to which i'm glad to see um, yeah, me too yeah yeah because back when back when i was wrestling i mean we would just do some insane things to make weight. oh yeah yeah Wear them plastics in the sweat box. It's not hot enough in the sweat box. You can put your plastics on in there too, and then scrape your skin with them pop bottle sticks. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, we, yeah. Used, we used to do that with uh, credit cards and hotel keys and everything else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I won't. I won't keep you on here all day, but uh, I wanted to ask you: Was there ever a team you thought was going to win that shocked you when it didn't? Yeah. Probably the probably the worst performance of a team I had at state was uh, in in '99. Uh, that was a really a good team, and uh, we had a good guy almost every weight. 
and we had a couple guys I thought would place for sure got beat out, and uh, more than a couple, about four of them, and uh, I don't know. I, I felt like I did a kind of a, I didn't, I don't know. I don't know what was wrong, but I know that it broke our string where we were winning all these state championships in a row. And I think we got scared of Goddard and because Goddard started saying how they were going to beat us. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, when you're, when you're wrestling or playing any sport, you, you don't worry about the other team, what they're going to do. You worry about yourself and get yourself ready and do your best. And we got to worrying about Goddard. And mm-hmm. I think that's what beat us. I think, dang, you know, here we, everybody talking about our streak. And, uh, I think the pressure got on my, on my wrestlers and, uh, and, and sure enough, they've got their streak broke. But, uh, I, that was a, really a good team and they and they got third we got third we got beat by uh goddard and somebody else who was the other team oh it was great ben i think goddard and great ben both beat us that year i felt like i wasn't really that confident we were going to win i just thought we really should win yeah we didn't we didn't perform um you you rarely lost but was it hard on you when you did did you take it personally and Oh, yeah, I did. I, I, uh, I, I'm, I can't, I, I ain't saying I'm a sore loser, but I, I, I hate, I just hated losing. Yeah. I always w- wanted to win, but, you know, shoot, we, we won our share. I should, should be happy and satisfied, but I always felt like we should win. Yeah. yeah. Another back back in when I first started coaching, Caven used to beat us all the time, and I, I we had some really good teams back then that couldn't win state. And I know we've won state with teams that weren't as good as some of those teams. Yeah, but. yeah. My, we I never won a, a team state title. My senior year, we lost by to Wichita West by half a point, and I and uh, Jeff Watkins came to our came to my show in Wichita not too long ago and he was telling me about all the ways that they that uh, they beat us that they maybe shouldn't have he listened to these podcasts so I want him to hear that you turkey um. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta listen to them you gotta send me that like you said where I can punch on them and, and listen to them okay um, I got two more questions for you what do you miss most about coaching oh practices but i'm glad the practices used to really grind on me i I always wanted to be the perfect practice and uh if it wasn't you know it really uh bothered me if our practices wouldn't go good so i miss that but i'm glad i don't want that no more i i really i go to all our matches i go to state go down and watch those state wrestling stillwater and I just really still enjoy wrestling to the max, you know. Yeah. Up there, I get in the stands, I want to start screaming at him and helping them boys <laughs> wrestle, but it's it's really no different than when I was coaching. I'm just a cheerleader over there, you know, uh, hollering for my, for my guys. For, yeah. So I really, uh, um, I, I, I really don't miss much, to tell you the truth. I like to... Uh, these some of these old kids, like old Marcus Robinson, uh, he's wrestling at Cleveland State now. I, I, I talk to him on the phone and text him sometimes. I still like to be in these guys' uh, lives, you know, like uh, Dustin Bame and Devin Devin Bames. Dustin Bame's boy, he's a he's, he had two boys that wrestled, and I, I know those boys pretty good. And uh, some of these kids that's on the wrestling team right now. I like to have a relationship with them guys, you know, so I kind of miss that. But yeah. I, I, I still I still get to mess, mess with them guys and still uh, kind of hang with their team a little bit. I go to practices and, and and get to know the kids. All of this coronavirus crap, I don't know if I'll be able to do it this, this winter, but uh, yeah. I, like to, I, I just like to have a personal relationship with them kids. I mean, I, I just... 
I've always been a wrestler, and I, I just like wrestlers, and I, and I like to hang with them and and uh, talk to them, and I like to wrestle them, but I'm too too old and out of shape to wrestle them. But. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I said I had two questions, but I, I really only had one because you, you kind of answered it in that question. Um, but I, I wanted to tell you that I've in, I hope that I get to meet you someday in person. My friend Jeremy Malloy said he, he got to hang out with you a little bit last year. Oh, oh Jeremy Malloy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy, yeah. Yeah, he sure is. Yeah, well, I've heard of you, and I remember you kind of. And I've heard, and congratulations on your success, on your comedian stuff. I mean, I, I love it when a old wrestler... Uh, has success later on after wrestling's over and sounds like you're really doing good so keep up the good work yeah you know i i if if it wasn't for the sport of wrestling um i'm not sure where i would be and and the sport and it wrestling is so similar to comedy as far as like how i feel before (laughs) how i feel before shows you know it was the same thing about getting kind of nervous and everything else and i have to take deep breaths and all that it's the same thing It, it it really prepared me for the career that I ended up doing. Um, yeah. You know, it's just got so many similarities. And uh, so I hope that I, I, I appreciate you saying that, and I, I hope I get to meet you someday. And, uh, yeah, if it wasn't for wrestling, I'm not sure where I'd be. But you're a, a Kansas legend, and, and it's just an honor to be able to talk to you. I used to sit in the stands and, and just see you from a distance. And now that I get to talk to some of these guys, it's just the coolest thing in the world for me. So, uh, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it and how great you've been for Kansas wrestling, and, and I hope to get to meet you someday. Oh, well, I hope I get to meet you too. And I, I tell you what, uh, Tim, I enjoy I enjoyed just talking to you. So take care of yourself and, and keep up the good work. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll let you know when this is up, and uh, I'll, I'll uh, put those podcasts on your Facebook page for you. All right. All right. Thank you. God bless you, Wayne. Take care, buddy. God, same to you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. That was Arc City legendary coach Wayne Jackson. Um, man, I, I I love talking to these guys. Um, and, and like I said, I, I used to just watch that guy from a distance and be like, man, I, I, I always wanted to pick somebody's brain about Justin Ware and, and any of you guys listening that, that uh, wrestled for Arc City. Um, I had so much respect for so many of you. And some of you, most of you, I've never even spoken to, but I, I knew who you were, all you three-timers and two-timers and, you know, the Scotty Goodales and the Bames and the Beesons and, and Alan Hankins and so many studs that I, I'm not mentioning and I don't mean it uh, disrespectfully because I, I, I do. It was so cool for me to to uh, be a fan and to watch some of those teams and anyway, I could go on all day about it. But um, I really appreciate you guys listening to this. Make sure you uh, like and subscribe to my channel and all that stuff. It would help me out. And help out little Bo Macon. If you've uh, M-A-C-A-N-It-Happen.com, uh, MakingItHappen.com. He's a little boy with some health issues that I always try to say something after, this, after the podcast about him. And I really appreciate you guys listening, and God bless all of you. Take care. Bye. Do us both a favor and click on that subscribe button.